Hi, and welcome back to the Binge Worthy Brand Podcast. I'm going to jump right in to this episode because I'm super, super excited about it. I knew that when I want, when I started this podcast that I wanted to have some sort of like series and I, this, this first, this series is awesome. It's called Works of Women and every like four or five podcast episodes, I will be highlighting a business where I'll like, I say critique, but really like this first one, I don't really have any like criticism for it. So I'll just be like evaluating this brand and like exactly how they did what they did. I'm doing a little bit more research on it. And I was originally a fan fan of this business and just doing like the more research on it and like more research on the founder and CEO. I love it even more. And I'm going to buy some products right after this episode. (laughs) So my first business I'm going to review is Glossier. So for those of you who don't know, because you either live under a rock or (laughs) you don't like skincare or beauty products, to each their own, whatever, this is a really good brand to follow on Instagram, even if you're not into like beauty or skincare or anything, because they, especially if you own a business, they're doing pretty much everything right. So Glossier, like I said, is a beauty brand that focuses on skincare first. And then they like to add, they started adding different products in there for like makeup, perfume. And then they have some like really fun, a new fun makeup line too, which I really like. So Glossier started not that long ago. I think it was like I think they got their first funding in like 2013. So I don't remember I don't know like exactly when this idea came about for Emily Weiss, who is the founder and CEO, but it's actually not that old. And so this is a really good, this is a great brand to look at because not only is their target audience like millennial women for sure, but they're fairly new. And so like everything they're doing is definitely stuff that you can do. Like they didn't get like a huge jump start on their business being like Estee Lauder or L'Oreal or something like they've been in business for a while. They are finding their way through this like crazy business world just like we are so real quick I want to give you guys Emily Weiss her like little blurb about her on her website it says Emily is the founder and CEO of Glossier a direct-to-consumer beauty company that leverages content and community to power a superior shopping experience and Fun fact, you guys may know this if you are a crazy TV fanatic like myself. She was on the Hills back in the day. She worked at the, I think, the Teen Vogue New York office. And Lauren Conrad, LC, as you may know her, (laughs) worked in the LA office. And so one time Lauren like went to New York and was working in the New York office. And Emily was like her like point person. Like they were both interns or like maybe they were like, I don't remember exactly what they did, but they're both at the same level. But like, <laughs> it's so funny because thinking back on this episode, I remember thinking, wow, Emily is so put together compared to Lauren. But that's just like how they were spinning the episode was to say that Emily was like the intern that everybody loved and like she would do anything and she knew everything and she knew a bunch of people and stuff like that. So it's cool to see her succeeding at uh, in a different market that Lauren Conrad is, Lauren Conrad is succeeding and like they both started in fashion and now Emily is in beauty and she's killing the game let me tell you so excuse my fangirling but since she was on the hills and she like is the CEO of one of my favorite beauty companies this is kind of a big episode for me 
but one reason why I like her is because she's like totally open and honest not only about her company and like where they get their funding how they make their products but she's open about her private life too like just doing this research like quick research because I know a good amount about it already but I just wanted to get some more insight into Emily I just googled her name and like one of the first things that popped up was like her process with freezing her eggs which I think is really authentic and honest and just like very millennial woman, right? She is like the total, she's their target audience. And I always find that super helpful that when you create a company that you are your target audience, I am my target audience and it's been super helpful. So just real quick, one quote that I read on her website is, um, here it is. Something I repeat to our now 55 plus person team. Something I believe in is that Glossier is cult. It's not niche. And that's because we believe in the democratic democratization (laughs) of, (laughs) I can't say the word, the democratization of beauty. Glossier was created not to be for a privileged some, but for an activated all. And we are still early in our journey to fulfill that promise. So like I said, she calls Glossier cult, which if you listen to like my intro episode, I kind of explain what like a binge worthy brand is. And that's exactly what this podcast is trying to do. We are trying to get your business, your brand, a cult following. We're trying to make you binge worthy, which is synonymous. So Glossier started their company with just like the basic skincare products because that's what they wanted to focus on was like the palette of your skin versus like the paint you put on it. If you're kind of referring to like paint as makeup, your palette as your face, whatever. (laughs) But if you, they wanted to start with the basics and get you like clear skin and like a clean palette before you start putting on makeup. So that's where they started with the basics. And since they are a content first company, which I saw several times while researching them, that they put content over everything, which is very 2019 of them like content is huge right now and since they are content first they use their audience as content whether that is like if you follow them on Instagram you know that like every Friday or something they repost what like their favorite stuff they've seen them tagged in and that just makes people want to tag them in stuff Like people want to get featured on the Glossier page. And so they start creating content with their products. They do like unboxings of their like really pretty boxes. They'll put their stickers on all their products and take pictures of it and share it with them. And this is a really good way to create content for yourself. And it's also free advertising to create that like that need to want to be on their feed. It's free advertising from people and it's word of mouth and it's just creating more business for them. So another part of Glossier that I adore is their branding, obviously, since I am a brand fanatic. It is, it's super simple, but it's like funky and feminine. It's eye-catching, it's millennial pink, and it just like speaks to their target audience so well. And oops, what did I do? Oh, I lost my place. Oh, here we go. It is simple and feminine. It speaks to their target audience so well. And it's consistent. Like, it's just a full brand experience. So if you haven't been to a Glossier store, which I went to their 
flagship store i believe before they had like any other locations and it was just like exactly what i thought it would be it was like walking into a bottle or like yeah it was like walking into a bottle of one of their products it was like walking in to the packaging of their products which is just like beautiful and soft but also just like a little edgy and i can't i like i can't even explain it it's just like the full brand experience so in their full brand experience they if you order online if you go into one of their stores they have the infamous pink pouches which if you're going to try and buy a pink pouch on the internet you may as well just buy a glossier product because they're like just as expensive (laughs) because i've looked into them before they make like great carry-on stuff for like put your valuables in there something that's um breakable because they have bubble wrap around them and so that's pretty cool anyway (laughs) back to their brand experience they have the pink pouches which everybody wants to get you want like one pink pouch for each product they have stickers so you can take these stickers i have them actually on my desk right here um you take these stickers and you can customize like the packaging of your products or you can put them on your computer, your luggage, your phone, whatever. I have several on my products. I have some on my phone and I just love them. They're super cute and simple. Some of them are branded Glossier, but most of them are just like fun little icons. Like there's piano keys, a rainbow, hearts, some stars, a three-eyed smiley face, which they use a lot. And so these are not only something to send to their, um, to their customers but they use these like little icons in their social media as well so it's branded really well because these are stuff that they use across all platforms so another part of their brand experience that is super crucial to their entire business is their social media and if you just go to their social media real quick you can see the consistency in their photos you can see you can feel like it when they post pictures of their products, like when they are out of the tube or something like that, you can almost feel the product. You can, the photography is so well lit and so such high quality that you want to buy their products because you can almost smell them coming out of your Instagram. They do teaser videos, they do launches, which is really big. So they create a hype around the new products they launch and they offer, you know, like a limited edition of something. And that is just like a really good way to do business because you're drumming up excitement. Even if it's something that you're going to offer all the time, you launch it once you offer like a limited amount of product or like a limited time offer, and you're going to get engagement and purchases on that like crazy. Another thing they do really well is their engagement. So if you go to their Instagram, like I've (laughs) Like I've said several times, I will always plug their Instagram. (laughs) If you go to their Instagram, people will comment on their posts, just like anything from like, I can't find my tracking number. This thing smells weird, like anything like that. And it could be on any post. It doesn't have to be about like that specific product. I've seen people post everything on on anything and they will reply back with like a real answer in real time. Like, their social media engagement is crucial and their customer service is awesome. I was reading a blog post about Glossier, um, like an unboxing or like a reveal or something like that. And she said that she had ordered one of their products called Boy Brow, which FYI Beyonce uses. So if you want to be like Beyonce, 
get in on get in on some boy brow she ordered boy brow and she got the tube of it but it was like completely empty like someone had grabbed a tube that hadn't been filled yet and so she emailed them and she said that she got her package she loved all of it but boy brow was completely empty like not that it dried up but it was like just an empty tube so what they did was they felt so bad about it is they sent her her entire purchase again and she had already ordered like $60 worth of stuff she was expecting just to get a tube of boy brow but instead she got the whole $60 worth of product just because they wanted to make their customers happy and that is crucial if you can do things like that to make your customers happy you will have repeat customers like crazy the last thing I want to cover about Glossier is their community that they they have built like a tribe out of millennial women who are just excited to be a part of their brand. Like I post like I've posted pictures of Glossier before. I put their stickers on my stuff and when people see like my Glossier bag or like any product I use, people are always excited to be like, "Oh, I love Glossier too." Like it's like I said, it's like a cult following. People want to be a part of this business. They think it's like some little secret which it may be this may be the first time you've heard of it and now you're in on the secret that glossier is the shit so people want to have their stickers they want to show off their pink pouches and they just feel like they're a part of the club so another thing they do i didn't actually know that they did this but i read in an article that they have a slack channel for like their top purchasers like their top customers and a slack channel is just like um think of it as like a messaging app and you're, you have to be invited to each channel that you're a part of. So this is for their top customers where they can go and they can just like talk about beauty, which I think is really cool. And it's created like a different community, like something to show their customers that they value them. And the way that Glossier creates their products is through crowdsourced information. It is through their community and what their target audience wants. I watched this video with Emily Weiss talking about how they create new products and like how often they do it. And she said they do it about six to eight months. They'll release one new product and it's really based on what their audience wants. Like if the audience, their audience really wants a, what they just released, they released an eye cream that is good for under your eyes and around your mouth. And so they're like two, um, sensitive parts of your skin and they're like spread really thin and so they released this new product because that's what people wanted they were asking for it and she was talking about how different beauty businesses won't listen to their customers which is such a mistake because they're the ones that are buying the products so they've created this business solely based on crowdsourced information and like listening to their audience So before I wrap it up, I just wanted to say that I, while I wholeheartedly endorse Glossier, hashtag not an ad, (laughs) I just love their products and I think they work really well on my skin. You have to remember that like each skin type is different and I really, after doing some more research and seeing like what people say about their products and like versus like what these people say about their products and what their skin is like, I think the Glossier's target audience, I could be wrong, might be millennial women who already have nice skin like people who haven't struggled with acne their whole life and that is why I think some people don't like Glossier is because they think they're targeting an audience that may be like a little smaller than people who have who've struggled with acne their whole life but like we talked about in several episodes niching down is crucial and I think they've done that really well if their target audience 
is women who have had nice skin their whole life and just want to look like dewy and glowy and like have clean skin. So I think they've done that really well, whether it works for you or not. So to recap why Glossier is so successful, I'm going to give you like a simple few points. Number one is they use crowdsourced information, like I said, to create their products. So they're listening to their tar- target audience, what they want next. And that's how, how it's, that's how they launch their new products every six months. Number two is the community they've built, like the cult-like following. And that is through just like the full brand experience. Number three is putting content first. And so they have content created for them by their customers, which is free advertising. And they're spreading word of mouth that way too. Um, Number four, (laughs) I think is what we're on. Maybe they're branding. Super simple, very eye-catching. It speaks to their audience really well. And it's super consistent across all platforms. And five. (laughs) I don't know what number I'm on. Number five, um, their social media, like I said, is great for customer service. Their photos are great and consistent. You, their products and their videos, you can like almost feel the, their products through their posts. So I think that's all I have for reviewing Glossier's brand. I highly suggest just taking a look at their Instagram and their website to get a better grasp on what I'm talking about. If you have never seen it before, or if you're a super fan like myself, it's just fun to look through. But yeah, they do a lot of things really well, love their customer service. And um, yeah, this series has been, this series is going to be really fun. It's called Works of Women. And every four or five episodes, I'm just going to have a... a business brand, whatever that I'll review and critique if need be. Um, like I said, I don't, I didn't really have any like criticism for Glossier other than what people say is that like their skincare doesn't necessarily work for all skins, which skincare shouldn't work for all skins in my opinion, but that's beyond the point. I'm a skincare kind of girl. So those are my opinions. If you're interested, DM me and we'll talk Glossier all day. You can follow me at PopCap Creative on Instagram. Or if you have any other questions about Glossier, this is like a really good episode, I think. So I think I'm going to like turn this into a small blog post, maybe just with like short bullet points going over why I think they're a great brand and like what their branding is like. So I can include pictures for people who don't know what I'm talking about. If you see the pictures, you'll definitely understand why I think their branding speaks directly to their target audience. Anyway, have a great day. Go buy, go buy some Glossier. If you want like a 10, what is it? 10% off. I've got a code. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like I said, I'm going to say this at the end of each episode and I know it's cheesy, but have a binge worthy day.